It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. Well, some people are calling for out with the old and in with the new. Some say it's time to rebrand Utah. Some say we need a new flag. Uh, Utahns have actually submitted more than 5,000 different design ideas when it comes to Utah's symbol and flag. And some thinking that it's time to ditch a few things. Others say we need to hold on to some important things, including the beehive. And uh, one of those is former governor of the state of Utah, someone who knows and has seen this logo and this flag uh, almost every day for a very long time. Governor Gary Herbert joins us on the line. Gov, thanks for joining us. Well, thank you, Boyd. And you're talking about out with the old. Is that a reference to me? <laughs> no, you're in with you're in with the forever crowd. <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah, it's uh, it's been interesting to me to observe this kind of phenomenon to me, and you know, posing the question, you know, why uh, are we wanting to get rid of the flag which has served us so well, and particularly the symbol of the beehive, which I think represents Utah's history, its present, and its future. Uh, and really describes why we are so successful as a state. Yeah, and as we look at that, especially as we kind of come into Pioneer Day, uh, give us just a little bit of the backstory. You're, I know you're a historian at heart and uh, love the great stories and how people came together, especially here in the state of Utah. Give us just a little of the backstory on the Beehive. Well, I can tell you from my family perspective, I had ancestors that came across with Brigham Young and other uh, groups that came across the plains, and I expect it was a hardship for them to come. Uh, leaving the lush areas they came from uh, in Missouri and Illinois and Nauvoo, and then coming, and when Brigham Young said, this is the right place, they look into a high desert valley, which has really one tree and, and a salt sea inland, and there, I'm sure they said, are you, are you sure? <laughs> is this really the right place? Uh, but they banded together in, in a way that we've probably never seen before, this group of people and, and they used a phrase found in Isaiah that will make the desert blossom as a rose. And they did that by working together, industrious, hardworking people, a symbol of a beehive, uh, you know, working together, everybody having a job to do and being very inclusive in that effort. And so I think the beehive has been a perfect example of, hit, of the history of Utah and not only its present, but its future as we work together. Uh, I do think that's an important part of it, uh, kind of that beehive mentality uh, everyone has a job, everyone has a role, and uh, oneness is not sameness in a beehive, to be sure. Uh, and that really is what uh, sets us apart, that we can come together, that we can combine that rugged individual individualism uh, along with a good sense of community. And that's something I think that you saw as governor. That That's just a unique perspective uh, to travel around the country with your fellow governors and have conversations about what is it that makes Utah unique? Why is it the best place for upward mobility? Why is it doing well in all these areas? Uh, tell us just some of the perspective that that gave you in terms of just how unique this place is and what symbols should represent it. Well, you know, you're right, Boyd. One of the most common questions asked me in my near 12 years as governor is why is Utah so successful? 
you know, it seems like a, something that's hard to comprehend. A, a smallish in, in the base of the foot of the Rocky Mountains state is having so much success. Even Mayor Bloomberg, uh, you know, the billionaire from New York, uh, Bloomberg News, uh, had me come to his office and explain, tell me why. Tell me why Utah is doing so well. Well, when we talk about those cultures and those policies and the, uh, that were, have been developed by those pioneers, I, I note that U.S. Chamber of Commerce at one time named us the number one enterprising state, which is like the best for business in America. And part of their answer to why Utah was they said, we found that the spirit of collaboration and cooperation is found in greater abundance in Utah than any other state in America. That was printed on the front page of the Deseret News, by the way, here a few years ago. So I know, uh, boy, it must be true. And uh, it, it really is kind of a, a an encapsulation of the success of Utah, the ability to cooperate, coordinate, uh, work together in an inclusive fashion with everybody having a role to play. And industry is our model. We are hardworking people. Uh, people come to Utah many times, not just for the policies are here, but for the labor force. Mm. Hardworking, industrious people on honest days pay for an honest day's work. Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, Governor, I know you're also involved in addition to being a strong supporter of the Beehive and and the flag. Uh, you're you're involved in a host of other things that uh, continue your legacy of after nearly 12 years as the governor of the state of Utah. Uh, just give us an update on some of the things you're working on, especially down at Utah Valley University at your center there. Uh, just give us a quick update. Well, thank you. It's been an exciting challenge for me in this new opportunity to have the Herbert Institute for Public Policy at Utah Valley University. And I am very concerned about the future, particularly with our young people, are they being taught the right things? Do they understand what's made America great? What's made Utah great? Our history, our Constitution. I was a little appalled here in the last election cycle in 2016 when we had a candidate for president come and as an avowed socialist, not a Democrat, not a Republican. And we had so many of our young people that came there uh, kind of embracing socialism uh, where we haven't seen success with socialism in in the world ever. Uh, And and abandoning the free market principles and the capitalism that's made everybody, I think, more successful, the the land of opportunity. Uh, Capitalism has lifted more people out of poverty than any other ism. It provides uh, goods and services, lower prices for everybody. It's not perfect, but that socialism isn't either. And and uh, so I, I'm concerned about that. We're making sure uh, we're bringing in good lecturers here to talk about those things, pros and the cons, a balanced approach to let the young people understand and think uh, critically about their future and what they're going to do. Because, as you know, they're going to be the leaders of tomorrow. They better be prepared and trained. Yeah, absolutely. Former governor of the state of Utah, Gary Herbert, uh, thanks so much for joining us today. Great perspective, as always. Uh, we'll have you back real soon. All right. Thanks, Boyd. Good luck to you. All right. Again, former governor of the state of Utah, Gary Herbert. Uh, and I agree with the governor, especially as it relates to the the beehive symbol. I, I just think that is a, a part of who we are. And I think it's a it's part of reminding us uh, of the uniqueness of what can be done uh, here in the state of Utah and why so many continue to come here to the state of Utah. And I'm all for updates and rebrands and all of those kinds of things. But we also have to be very careful uh, often in that effort to rebrand, we, we leave some things behind that uh, may not uh, be quite so positive. Uh, you've heard me say it on this show before, that the things that we ignore or forget, uh, our children may never know. And the things that our children don't know, our grandchildren are definitely not going to possess. And I, I think those symbols matter. 
And so I agree with the governor, especially in the uh, the beehive symbol here in the state of Utah. If you want to tweak some other things, fine. Let's have that conversation. Let's make sure we don't uh, throw everything out uh, just so we can have a new cool logo uh, or a new uh, T-shirt or branded hats uh, that we can sell uh, to the consumers that come into the state of Utah. So it, it's an important thing. It's an important discussion. I think it matters. And, uh, again, I'm all for advancing and uh, discarding the things that we don't need. But let's make sure in that process we really stop and evaluate uh, what does matter and what has made us successful. There is a recipe for success here in the state of Utah, and people from all over the world come to try to figure that out. Uh, and increasingly, as Utah is not just a crossroads of the West, but a crossroads to the world, uh, we, we do have some unique things to offer. We're not perfect. We have problems like everywhere else. Uh, and we are also doing some things extraordinarily well. And let's make sure we don't lose those in search of a new logo. All right, we'll step aside for bottom of the hour news. Now, it's still Amazon Prime Day, of course. Could the government get in the way of your Amazon Prime? The government's still looking to break up and regulate e-commerce, especially the e-commerce giant. We're going to break that down, what that could mean for you and your Prime Day. Coming up next, stick with us. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.